Yo, it's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and you're listening to the baddest couple, I believe, on the planet. You're listening to the Black, Married, and Debt-Free Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. And you already know, I'm very happy to be here. Shira, we're happy to be here. Uh, we're in the place to be. Um, so let's talk about it, Shire. First of all, how are you doing today? And uh, do you have any news? I mean, anything. It could be nothing. It could be something. I mean, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> You're so silly. <laughs> I'm feeling good. You know, um, we all did some yard work today. Ooh, did we? Um, I'm definitely in need of a shower. But as long as we're seating apart from each other, yeah. I don't think um, I'll be disturbing you. Yeah, sure. I mean... You said we were doing y'all work, but really it was me. You know what I mean? No, but. you were doing the fun <laughs> stuff. Okay, let me tell you all. Marcus had the, um, not a chainsaw. <laughs> what is it? You know, the. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a. An electric shaver, I guess. Yeah, like a bush trimmer or something like that. So he was cutting bushes, having fun, and everybody else was picking up whatever <laughs> he was dropping on the ground. So I think that the kids and I had the hardest task. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks a little bit more tame outside, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, Shire. I mean, unless we don't have to share to get too deep in it, but remember, I almost cut a finger off using that thing, so uh, we had a better experience this time for sure. <laughs> Somebody write him and tell him to wear gloves when he's doing yard work and to be careful. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I learned my lesson. All right, Shire. Well, I want to share this with you and get your opinion on this, but before we dabble into this podcast and really dig deep, we want to encourage all, all of you listening to us to do us a huge favor and rate us five stars on the uh, podcast review platform. Now, that's you could do that in iTunes, you could do that in Spotify, wherever you listen to this at. And what that does, that helps us become more visible to others who may not know what we do here at Black Mary Day Free. You know, that 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 thing we do that you love, you know, tell others for us. So once you do that, we have something for you. So please leave us a five-star review and just say, Hey, I enjoy these two. All right, Shire, let's get, let's get into it. I have to play something for you and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's start from the beginning here. So I am here showing my client a home. And I just want you to take a look at all of the people who are lined up 
to see this property. So when we say that there is a housing crisis, we really, really mean it. It's absolutely insane. The line goes all the way in the back. It's not even 5.30 fully and someone stopped me and they wanted to know what was going on in the neighborhood and I just told them the truth. I said, we're having a housing crisis and this is a home that is priced under $300,000 here in the Raleigh area and as you can see, there are just cars upon cars upon cars and there are a ton of people that are trying to see this home. This is absolutely ridiculous. We have got to get control over these prices and the housing inventory. Whoa. So set the scene. Let's set the scene. Let's let's paint the picture, right? So this is a, a viral video that came across our timeline on Facebook. Uh, from a real estate agent that was showing her client a home in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Shall we familiar with that area, right? You know, not too far from uh, some investment properties that we have. But Raleigh is has grown so much. Uh, we know they have Duke University and some other uh, prestigious universities in that area. Well, she's showing a, her client a home, and y'all, it looks like it's it looks like there's a house party going on with like a hundred guests people parked all up the street getting out their cars coming towards this house i mean it looks like this is the only house on sale in the entire city or something <laughs> yes yes it was definitely a sight to see but honestly marcus when you told me about yeah this try, story, tell, me, tell them your theory i actually was not surprised at all because raleigh has a very hot housing market and yeah. i've looked it at raleigh before and i've it is rare to see a single family home listed at 250 yeah. or right above 250. So, you know, my thought was, okay, number one, this is too good to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, number two, it's like, okay, did they do that purposefully to start a bidding war? Right. Um, or is this house really in need of some major repairs you know what what's really going on yeah. and i honestly think it was to start a bidding war yeah i, I think there's something to that after kind of we went on a deep dive and try to find the house and try to we try to find how much it sold for we came we didn't you know we were unsuccessful but what we did notice is like yeah for a house in a neighborhood like that which would you think that was Shire? probably a b neighborhood it was a nice neighborhood neighborhood. i mean not looking at maybe a b (laughs) but it was a really nice neighborhood i mean it was a neighborhood i would be happy to to live in oh yeah for sure but i did find that the median list listing um for home prices in raleigh was 375 and that was as of january of this year and that it was trending up 18.9 percent year over year wow and so that is a you know so for something to be listed around two fifty, yeah. like I can understand the, the um, craze around it. Yes, and that uh, statistic is from Realtor dot com. Yeah. But that was definitely crazy to see. But what she mentioned was a housing crisis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so there are probably a lot of folks that you know the two fifty worked for what they qualified for right. and worked for their budget. And to see so many people actively looking for a home mm-hmm. and to have such scarcity, man, 
you know, of homes available. Yeah. It, it is crazy to see right now. Yeah, it's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. And 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 Shire, thank you for finding that statistic on the median price in that area. Uh, so while we're there, let, let's talk about the median price in homes in general, right? Uh, an article from Zillow says that 146 new U.S. cities gained million dollar status. So we got some more, more millionaires being made, but not uh, in the way you all think. The most ever in a single year. So the average home price in these city in 140 146 new cities were added to that list of the average home price being a million dollars or more or more or more and so there are almost almost 500 cities with the average home uh, being valued at a million dollars or more and i just think that's crazy yeah oh my goodness that's i mean some cities okay i can i can you know i get yeah. But for there to be so many cities throughout the United States yeah. with houses in that range, with the average house in that range, is just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can understand, you know, there's a couple of nice houses in the neighborhood or if you go to a certain side of town, you know, then those houses yeah. are are worth a certain amount. But for an entire city to have that be, you know, the average um price is just Ooh. crazy and then for so many cities to be added to that list the yeah. most ever the you most know ever. in history in a single year i think is something that we need to keep our eye on yeah now peep this shire this this because there's two ways to look at it uh if you own if you're the owner already prior to 2021 you like oh man this is good this is this is good positive equity for my family you know you're excited but if you're outside looking in you know that you know this speaks to why there were so many people at their home priced at two fifty. Absolutely, because these prices are just going through the roof. This statistic says that in twenty twenty one, home the typical U.S. home gained nineteen point six percent in value. That's some appreciation right there. Now that is that's insane. It it is insane. It's insane and it's and it's scary, right? Like yeah. I can be a homeowner and my house appreciates. I feel good, you know. I f- I feel good about that, but at the same time it's like, well, what does that mean for, you know, um other families yeah. that want to get into the market? It, it's even more harder, yeah. especially if you are, you know, a first-time home buyer. Right. And as much as, you know, I'm happy that, you know, the house that we own has gone up in equity, like I'm not doing anything with that equity. Yeah. Like I'm not like, I mean, I guess technically I could, you know, right. but, but I'm not doing anything with that, that equity. So it's not as gratifying knowing that it is making life difficult for, for so others. many people that, you know, that's very profound that you put it that way. So a person has a home they like, it's their home that they're going to live in. Uh, maybe they have other outside investments and that home gains 90% in one year. While that feels good, you weren't going to you're not going to do anything with that, Mm-mm. you know, and what happens in essence is like how you said, makes it hard for someone else. That's kind of a uh, that's capitalism. 
It is. And I mean... In, by, in its truest form. Yeah. I mean, by all means, if you have equity in your home, there are many things you can do yeah. with that equity. Yeah. If you need to tap into it for various things, you know, of course. Right. You know, but yeah. But that is wow. that is capitalism. And it's just like, well, you have to start thinking about where you live. Mm-hmm. And are you in one of those locations um, with... Are you part of the million dollar, yeah. you know, city phenomenon? Well, let's dig on it, Shire. Let's dig on it. Let's talk about a couple of these cities here. So, uh, according to this Zillow article, San Francisco, which, okay, so sidebar. Haven't they been on the list? <laughs> we know San Francisco is at the top of the list. We we know that. But there are 76 cities within San Francisco. Is that what that's saying? That's That's kind of bizarre. Is that what it's saying? Maybe I'm misreading it. But let's just read the list. San Francisco's one city, so I think it's saying, you know, I wish this graph. Metro. It's a met. So 76 different metro. So maybe neighborhoods in San Francisco. So San Francisco is a city. Then you have your smaller metros, which are like, you know, for us being in Sacramento, Elk Grove is like a metro. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what it's me. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So San, San Francisco had 76 metros within it that crossed over in 20 December 2021 to where the average home was a million dollars. Yeah, and then another one that they have, I'll just read it verbatim. Yeah. Maybe it'll bring a little bit more clarity. It says the Los Angeles Metro is third with 57 cities. There we go. So within that area there are cities. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And wow. Yeah, well, I mean, but I think that we get that. Yeah. So, I think one Mostly of the coastal, you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you scroll up to like the very, very top, it talked about states that made its way into the list for the first time. So Idaho and Montana. Oh, yeah. There we go. And, and Tennessee. Uh, I get Tennessee because when I think of Tennessee, I think of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville I'm like, y'all probably lit. have some country start. Like, I get that. Yeah. But what in the world is going on in Idaho and, and Montana? Montana? I'll tell you. What <laughs> Maybe I think, we're missing something. I'll tell you what I think it could have been. A lot of people. Uh, the new the new hot thing is to invest in land in those areas. People buying farms. Kanye has a huge has all these acres in in I think it's Montana or Idaho, one of the two. But a lot of investors in dense metros are like, okay, well I could buy a farm in in Idaho. So I think that I don't know if that's boosting it up. I don't you know, know either I mean? because I'm reading it as you know these. Uh, single family homes single family homes right right but i don't know but That's there could be you know maybe there's things happening in those areas that are, are attracting buyers yeah. which could be um impacting the price yeah so i mean with that said um what is the projection because shy we're going into the spring months so spring usually is a is a hot real estate season and uh so, I mean, it's only going to go up from here, right? Yeah, I think that this impacts everyone, yeah. you know, in one way or another. Yeah. If you're trying to get into the home market, you know, you will feel the effects. And then also as investors to, to you know, when I hear of prices rising, I'm like, oh, my goodness, am I going to be priced, out, priced out? I'm already thinking about of my market, you know, yeah. and. I feel that in North Carolina, we were kind of priced out. Yeah. You know, we have to pay a lot more to invest in that state, mm-hmm. um, in the areas that we were looking in. That's part of the reason why, you know, we 
started looking in Alabama because yeah. we were kind of feeling priced out, right. you know, in the location where we were. And so if you're a new investor and you're wanting, you know, or, or you're thinking about getting into real estate, you know, you going to have to find those special gems, you know, where you can actually afford to invest, you know, with these rising prices. So that's another thing. But will they come down? You know, I guess is the next question. Right. Well, Shire, what I'm seeing is speaking about the spring uh, in our particular area in Northern California, I'm seeing some statistics that show that they're projecting 16% increase in the spring months of next year. Yes. Oh, going into 2023? No, oh, oh, Lord. No, I'm what looking year at, am I? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at 2022. Right, in 2022. Right. So that's like, man, and shall I speak, speak on this a little bit? The homelessness. We're, we're seeing it's. Oh. It's tangible. It's so, it's, it's growing in our area. And it makes, and I'm sure that this is happening in a lot of cities yeah. throughout the U.S. But, yeah. you know. We're seeing, you know, well, in our town, the our homeless population would tend to congregate around um, locations where there were social services available, yes. Yes. which was in the downtown area. So mm-hmm. you would see, you know, homeless folks downtown. But now they are uh, people that are experiencing homelessness are spread like deeper into the suburbs yeah. where really there's less access to services. Right. And it's just that the places where there are services, it's so concentrated, you know, with homeless that there's, there's not space. And then also the, uh, the question of safety. Yes. I'm thinking that, you know, in some suburb neighborhoods, it's a little bit more more safe. And then we have, you know, I don't think that we have the best public transit, our public transportation system here in our area, but, but there is more access to public transportation coming um, into the suburbs. And so that is a means of transportation for some of the transient and homeless population. So, so it's, it is growing. Yeah. And of course there are a lot of factors that contribute to homelessness, Mm -hmm. but when you have rising rent, you know, rates, we're not even talking about home ownership when you're, um, yeah, experiencing homelessness but just to get an apartment it's like oh my god like just to get a room yeah at this point you know it's it's really bad and and that's the thing Sha. i think it's it's a domino effect so home prices are high so rents are high yeah rents are high and it's just like now we're creating now we're seeing inflated homelessness and the sad thing is like these aren't these, these aren't the same homeless people that were in a secluded area and just some of them decided to go other place. Like you said, there's new home, like the home, it's being it's added growing. to. Yeah. And that's what's scary. And that's why like our platform, why we try, we, we want to encourage you while you're in a better situation to get it right now, you know, start going back to basics. You know what I mean? When it comes to, um, uh, lowering for, your expenses, yeah. you know, saving for an emergency fund. Like we're all, you know, most people are one job away from catastrophe, you know? And so while, yeah, everyone's preaching some new sexy method on how to make money and some new s- sexy way to, to, you know, to get the bag, you know, when it comes to personal finance, but sometimes it's just that those basics, mm-hmm. 
that is like will keep keep you off the street. What do you call it? Maslow's. Are Maslow's you thinking of hierarchy of needs? Hierarchy well, of needs. Okay, you get those basics done first. Get them basics first before you try to get that bag. <laughs> well, you have to get the bag to get yeah, the basics, yeah. you know, for the most part. But yeah, but yeah, man. Well, so the question on on this new article we're we're looking at as it relates to our area is: Can we expect to see a cool off? And as you were saying earlier, um, folks are saying they don't think it's going to slow down. And there's a lot of factors that contribute to that. And it has to do with, you know, cost of building materials. Mm -hmm. And the cost to build is really expensive. The cost of labor, it costs more to build houses now. And so that expense falls onto onto us. And so people that are living in homes who are selling, they got to move somewhere, yeah. you know? So that's a, that's another thing too. And yeah. so now, now Shire, the fed is trying to throttle, uh, the, the rise in home prices by raising the interest rates. And so what that does is it makes the, it makes it more expensive to borrow. Right. And that's what most Americans do. They get a mortgage. And so with your interest rate being more, now you're paying more, for that same dollar amount. So that's supposed to like cause prices to drop. You know what I mean? But this article is saying they don't even think that is going to really, you know, I don't think so either. I mean, even that this clip that you, you played earlier, uh, uh, interest rate hike ain't going to stop them people from showing up to the open house. I mean, if you need a place to live, you need a place to live. If you're looking to buy a home, you're looking to buy a home. And so, Man, you know, I, the, the flip side of this is, you know, we always we talk about home ownership. We advocate for home ownership. Yeah. You know, we talk about the statistic that talks about black wealth falling to zero in 2053. And the solution to that is if every black family owned a home, that would not happen, yeah. you know. But with the way the market is, people are saying, well, is it really a good time to buy? Should I wait? Should I not do this? (laughs) Should I not do it? It's crazy out there, you know? I hear you. I have to say this, y'all. And if y'all listening to me, take heed to to me. I'm not not a prophet. I'm not claiming to be uh, uh, anything special, but it's going to go up. You're going to look at today. You're going to look at it today. As tough as it is, like, man, I I can't do that. I can't get no house. It's too crazy. As bad as it looks right now. It's going to get worse. You're going to look back a year from now and it's going to be worse. And when you say worse, what do you it's mean? Gonna be, homes are going to be more expensive. Okay. I don't see it dropping. Drastic drop. Level off is the best we can hope for. But, man, I don't know, Shire. I think when you say, <laughs> is it a good time? Don't even, just, yes. It's all, find the best deal you can at any time. And just hope for the best. What do you mean hope for the best? Meaning. You can't time it. You can, you're not going to be able to time right, it. Right. You're right. just going to be waiting and waiting and waiting. And right. it's like. You have to time it twice. Because you're timing when the fall. And then you want to time it before it gets up again. It's just like. You're playing a dangerous game. Yeah. I think. I think if you are in a position to buy. There we go. You can afford a home and you're saying, I'm going to wait when you have the resources, mm-hmm. you know, to do it now. Yeah. 
then why not do it now? Yeah. You know, and then there's some folks who might qualify for a home, but they're not even sure. Right. At least go through the process. OK, it's not going to cost you yeah. to put in that mortgage application yeah. to see what you would qualify for and to see if that, you know, would work for your budget. Yeah. So at it, least take that step. There's some people that are just, I don't want to be bothered, yeah. you know, and I'm just, it, you, you know, and we've known people who make good money Yeah. and it's like, why are you renting? Yeah. You you can buy. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's the thing too, to circle back all the way to that first video we played, mm-hmm. somebody got that house. Somebody. Now, we don't know what they got it for. Somebody. But, we was looking too. Yeah. We was, we was trying to find it. Somebody got that house. I mean, every time we go, to invest our we go start looking right now we're we're like in this seasoning period where we we got a renter into our last property and we're kind of finally just like, yeah we're kind of just building up for the next one but it's like i always have this fear like man there's gonna the house is gonna be more expensive but every time we go if you're patient if you look okay okay that one right there that's whoo that's you know even tisha our, our agent said when we had her on a podcast a couple episodes ago you guys always find the good ones and yes, it's like, you I can don't thank know how me we for do. that. No, you can thank me for that. No, I'm just- <laughs> so you can always find a diamond in the rough, I guess is what I, I'm saying. But man, Shire, this has been a good episode. Uh, yeah, I, I think that your point earlier is that it, it really is important to own. I mean, we've heard we've heard stories, you know, I'm just going to wait it out. If, if that's your personal choice, Yeah, that's your decision, do you your know. Thing. Yeah, but by man. all means. And I've even seen an article where someone sold their home so that they could reach financial independence. Right. They had so much equity in their home that they said, I'm selling it and I'm going to rent a, a an apartment okay. and I'm, I'm going to be financially independent. And, you know, yeah. I wouldn't do it, you right. know, but, but there are, and I think this was a person of color too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, whatever your decision is just be thoughtful about it you know i'm we definitely advocate for home ownership but understand that there are other ways to achieve your goals yes absolutely so shy uh thank you for for sitting on sitting in with me on this one and the the thing is i think we've been giving them we've been giving kind of some bad news podcasts right back to back to back oh my doom and gloom with it but we're just really uh, speaking to what what is in the economy right now, you know. So, and I don't think it's all doom and gloom. Okay, I mean, you have to see what are the opportunity. What what is the opportunity? There's always an opportunity. Yeah, There's and so the an opportunity, opportunity might be, you know, what I'm renting right now, and I cannot afford to buy in my area, mm-hmm. but way over there, way over yonder, way over yonder. Maybe I can. Maybe I can get. Maybe in another state, you know, mm-hmm. I can make it work. Mm-hmm. And in ownership can look different yeah like i've said you know i have friends who cannot afford to buy in california i said look outside of california Mm -hmm. get you something buy an asset yeah you know so yeah that's that's good advice very good advice uh one would even say it was a message (laughs) 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 anyway we're gonna end on that note we hope you enjoyed this podcast uh Shire, any last any last questions to leave everybody? You want to any questions? I or any last statements? I don't have any it? questions, but we hope that you enjoy your day. Yes. Thank you for hanging out with us here at the Black Mary Debt Free Podcast, and we look forward to connecting with you all next week. So take care. Peace.